Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. This podcast is sponsored by the Old Calf Sirencester. For table bookings, reservations or further information, telephone 0756 839 6585 or 01285 651 484. This podcast is sponsored by Stoney's Restaurant and Bar in Sirencester. For great food and friendly atmosphere, check out www.stoneys.co. Also, you can telephone them on 01285 642006. Hi, I'm Slugs. You're listening to What the Actual Fuck. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to episode 12, which is where we are looking at series one, episode four of This Country. I am here with the man who's as believable as Shaz, the Eternal Vitality rep, and as businesslike as Uncle Fester. Yes, you know him. You love him. He's here again. This is the biggest intro I've ever given Neil. Ladies and gentlemen, it's only Neil. Hello there, everybody. I I thought you were going to open with King of the Nerds. I could have done that, couldn't I? But that Mm. was too too, obvious. uh, obvious. So, yes, so it is King of the Nerds that we're going to be talking about. Before we do... Let me just turn you down a touch. Okay. Because you are peaking. Ooh, we peaking don't want, We don't want peaks. We'd just like to say thank you very much to the BBC and um, everybody involved in this country for uh, inviting us to their special preview showing, which, as we're recording this today, was yesterday. Yeah. We had a fantastic time. We did. It was an awesome time. A, a huge thanks to everybody involved. And it was just great meeting everybody, wasn't it, again? It was. So, so we got to spend some time, uh, some quality time with uh, with Daisy and with Charlie and also with Nibsy from BBC yeah. Ones West, who was the compare of the evening. And Simon and uh, Tom, the director and producer. Indeed. And uh, it, it was... and. Um, uh, 
to Abra, who is somebody that you may not know about now. But, but you will. You will. Mm-hmm. You will. And the two episodes that we saw, we saw episode one and episode four and that's of all series we can two. Say. Apart from the fact that if you love this country, you will love it even more. Because we were very lucky in the fact that we got to see both episodes twice yesterday, didn't we? And it just, you notice more laughs the second time after seeing it. Well, I was a little bit, I was a little bit, I felt sorry for the people that were there last night. Mm. Because there were moments in, because we saw it twice. And when we saw it the first time. There was only about 40, 50 people yeah, there. Yeah, it wasn't packed. It wasn't like, packed. No. But there were there were some really big laughs. Mm. And because everybody was laughing so much, they missed, like, the next line, which was just as funny. Mm. Whereas because we got to see it in a sort of slightly quieter um, atmosphere, I knew those... And I, was, and, and it was, I, was, I actually felt sorry for the people that watched it last night because I thought, you just missed a humdinger of a line there. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, we can't say there's an embargo until the 20th of February. So we can't tell you what it was about. We can't tell you what we saw. But what we can tell you is ever so funny. It's brilliant. It is fantastic. And if, like I say, if you love this country for the two episodes that we've seen, I mean, we've seen a third of the new series. Yeah. And it is fantastic. There's not anything else we can say, which is lucky considering we do a This Country podcast. Well, we will be delving into them, won't we? We will delve into all the episodes of Series 2. So we'll give you guys chance to watch them and when they come out weekly and we'll digest them that way and then we'll do our breakdown of them won't we we so, will do we will do yeah I'm looking so forward i mean to that. with the way things are going at the moment with the fact that it's hopefully going to be end of february start of march there hasn't been an actual date of when it's going to start mm. showing um we could be going weekly for just a little while we could be yeah a we little while be. longer um and also to say as well as we speak in a couple of weeks' time... Uh, all going well. All going well. Fingers crossed. They have been booked. And fingers crossed that nothing will happen. Uh, Daisy and Charlie will be here in the studio. In person. In person. So we can have a really good, long, in-depth chat with them about everything this country. If you have any questions you'd like us to ask Daisy or Charlie, then please email us at wtafthiscountry at hotmail.com. Uh, or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, send us some questions, and we will grill them extensively. Absolutely. So, on to, uh, on to episode four of series one. King of the Nerds. We have the usual uh, titles. Yep. Uh, then we have a cold open, uh, which is Curtain outside Kerry's house, with Mum Sue giving her both barrels. This makes me laugh. It's, there's one bit in particular where she's talking about, and it's her space station. Yes. <laughs> yes. So Sue is, is shouting, I wish you'd never been born. I know. And when Again, when you strip it back, they're really hurtful things that, yeah. that, that Sue is saying. Um, apart from the fact that there's been a massive electrician, electricity bill, um, she thinks it's the space station that is causing it, <laughs> and she's going to give it away to the Ethiopians. Now... When I was a kid, I think probably everybody in this country, this country, got told the same thing that if you didn't eat your dinner up, you know there there, but, are, there are people in there's kids in Ethiopia yeah. that would that would um, there's kids in Africa starving. That was the thing, yeah. And it is that thing that if you were clever, you would think, well, then post it to them. Then they can have my carrots if yeah. they don't want it. But it was something that everybody it was it was the, it was the guilt trip, wasn't it, that you were given yeah. to make make you try and eat your meals. Did, 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 parents still say that sort of thing now? I mean, we still blackmail our children, but we usually do it by means of weaponry now. (laughs) (laughs) 
anyway, so... Um, but is there also another line? Because obviously... Kerry's arguing quite nastily back. You know, she tells her mum to fuck off quite, yeah. quite, quite firmly. Um, it's the bit when she shouts, "You look like a meatloaf tribute act." <laughs> that's well, that's a slam in the door at the end, isn't it? I mean, the, the line that got me was when she says that she's going to give the PlayStation away to the Ethiopians. Kerry says, "What are they going to do with the PS? Um, with my PlayStation, eat it." And uh, Sue says, "Eat it, burn it, shove it up their ass." <laughs> That was the yeah. she did burn it. Shove it up their ass. She didn't really care. And then the job as a meatloaf tribute act. And um, curtain comes back yeah, on that, it doesn't goes, it? That's what she looks like. <laughs> and then of course the PlayStation comes crashing <clears throat> to the ground. Um and then we have the title card for this country. Yeah. Uh so Kerry and Curtin are at the monument. Which we were at yesterday. Yes, there you go. You finally saw it. You'll see the photos on our Instagram and Twitter. Um yeah, it was weird seeing all of those after. Again, I think, well, I've dissected the episodes, obviously, because I'm, t- I'm making mm. all of these notes. So I'm, I'm, I'm stopping it every ten seconds. Yeah. So it's real in-depth, and it's weird seeing things like Kerry's mum's house. Yeah. Because it's become sort of iconic, you know, it's this house on this slant of land and stuff. It's really, really strange to, that we actually got to sort of stand there. and Yeah. Uh, and obviously by looking... At how they film it, they do film inside. Yeah, yeah, they so do. So it's actually inside the house. Yeah, it it's really not like does it's a look set, like but, it. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, so Kerry and Curtin are at the monument. Len has a go at them. Um, About the tango can. The, yeah, the tango <laughs> can. So Kerry and Curtin are just giving him abuse. Change your trousers, they stink. <laughs> yeah. the, but when he does that, there's a bit that really makes me laugh is when Len turns around and gives them the finger. Yeah. It's the way he's like... Yeah. <laughs> it just really makes me... Well, that joke. doesn't work on radio. Does it doesn't, it? but no, it's... But the, let uh, me just explain you. that Neil had a very uh, angry look on his face and he extended his middle finger. Uh, very, yeah, look at that. Goodness yeah. me. Uh, so then we have a talking head from Rev, uh, Reverend Francis, uh, basically saying that Kerry and Curtin have not had a job since leaving school and they end up with a lot of time on their hands. Which is not a good thing. Not a good thing, yeah. So that when it goes back to Kerry and Curtin and Len, and they say, change your trousers, they stink. And then uh, Len says, that's charming, and then gives them the <laughs> bird. Yeah. Uh, so we get uh, some more text come up on the screen, which says, rural 26 to 24-year-olds are four times more likely to be unemployed than older workers. Despite the challenges they face, aspirations amongst Euro- rural young people remain high. Now, one thing I will ask Daisy and Charlie when they come in is, all of these little facts are these true facts? Or yeah, are they, are they just, real uh, facts. Or have they just made them up. Do you know, I mean, they, start, they sound highly plausible because oh, absolutely, uh, you are really isolated. We we know. Yeah, you know, trying to find a job in Siren. I mean, when we were younger, it was a lot easier than it is now. Then, oh, absolutely, well, I doubt. Yeah. So we're at Cotswold Hall, uh, Kerry and Curtin, uh, and Kerry is talking about what she's going to do. When she's a, fa- a successful, rich businesswoman. Yeah. So they're going to get a copter, and they're going to get a copter to land on the helicopter pad on the top of Mum's house. Her Mum's house. Um, <laughs> she's a vile pig. Yeah. It's just, again, it's like, just not nice. They obviously no. have but a... that's. I mean, it's not nice, but there is an undercurrent of realism in that. You know, when you have an argument with your your child or something when they're older... Nice things aren't said no, in the true. argument. They really do retort back. Yeah, so she's uh, she's basically going to go back and rub her mum's nose in it, the fact that she's a, um, a successful businesswoman and they, she can't stay uh, because they have to go and film Dragon's Den. 
uh, Curtin's just going, well, will I be there? And she says, well, yeah, because we're going to be on the panel. We're not going to be in front of yeah, the Dragon's Den. with Deborah Meaden. With Deborah Meaden, yes. Uh, right, so Shaz, who is the rep for the Eternal Vitality uh, Company, uh, actress Laura Checkley, that is. And she, she about is as close to, I think, a David Brent yeah. as you can get with the way that she... She does her lines. It's very, yeah. It's very, very good. So she's doing the sales pitch, um, and Curtin is going on that uh, June, who's sat in front, keeps guffing, calls her farty, keeps calling her farty pants. Um, Shaz says, well, your dreams can come true as long as you have that £200 startup fee. Yeah. Um, And then, Kerry, we will do this, uh, have this clip a little bit later on. Um, What do you do if you don't have the £200, miss? And Curtin laughs because she calls him calls her Miss. And uh, this was the real David Brent mm. bit. It just even even the mannerisms I thought was very very good. I have to say. say. And then uh, obviously June is saying, "Well, isn't this a pyramid scheme?" Yeah, because she used to sell Tupperware. It's a multi-level management scheme. And then when they show the slide, <laughs> it's upside down. It's an upside down pyramid. So there you go. Uh, and then Curtin really picks on June and says, like, "You just got owned. You just got mm. owned." So then Curtin is chatting with Shaz, uh, sorry, Kerry is chatting with Shaz on how to get the start of money, and June comes down uh, and starts going, you're a very rude man. You're a very rude man. Very rude. And Curtin is just, like, incredulous. Mm. He can't believe it. I've always been nothing but nice to her. But then if you remember episode one, it was June's, um, was it, it was a minion, wasn't it? Oh yeah, that he hid. Yeah, that's right. You know, so he was he was not being nice to her then as well. So, um, right. So then they decided that they're going to sell some stuff. So, so they're going to do their own sort of car boot car at the boot. end of the garden. Yeah, at the end of the garden. Which so is rare stuff for sale. <laughs> it's that picture of them just sat there at the table, and it's really nobody walks past. And it's got things like the head of an old ventriloquist dummy. Um, but it looked like an old, old ventriloquist. Mm. I bet they were probably worth something. I know. And then a plunger. Yeah, a plunger. Cuddly toys, board games. So they're sat outside. But the board games look really old, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, they're probably really worth old. something. Uh, and then these two little kids, uh, two little kids, well, two kids come uh, over and they're interested in the Warhammer stuff. Now, I've got no idea what Warhammer stuff is. It's Dungeons and Dragons, is it that, kind of that thing, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right, OK. So we have uh, Preston Nyman as Weak Nathan. Uh, and Alfie Simmons as Neil Count Farchula Pedley. Count Farchula. I do love the names as mm. well because they had like I think he got Big Mac and fries. I think, yeah, as yeah. Well. You know those names and uh, Levi as well. So they start playing Warhammer and uh, Kerry's just going, "Oh, please shut up! It's embarrassing." Uh, so we leave them to that, and then we have a talking head from Ke- Kerry, which is saying, "Curtin is a fucking nerd." Yeah. Three years ago, he started his own Emmerdale blog. blog. I know. <laughs> An Emmerdale blog. It's just... But he's picking up all the production gaffes. So he ch- there's a chart on the wall. ticks off every time there's a reflection of a boom. Uh, and she's ashamed to know him. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how... It's quite he's how... a thorough man, isn't he? he when he puts when his he's mind got a passion, it, so, Yeah, he, he puts his he's... mind to it and he wants to do it. He's got a passion. When he mm. has a passion... And that's, there's a lot of things in this series that he does... Have a pat. I was ne- almost going to say something about series two, but yeah, that, that continues in yeah, the series yeah, two absolutely. in regards to him. When he he's obviously a typical teenage, early twenties kind of loser guy from a very small village. Mm. But when he's got something that he can focus on, he seems to really be focused. Yeah, and 100%, Throw everything it? into it. Um. 
so Curtin then says goodbye to the boys, and he, it's, it's an utter pleasure, and he looks really chuffed that he's found two new friends that have got this... That Going are... back to that, there's also a little funny moment when um, Kerry says about selling all that car boot stuff, we'll sell it in half an hour and make our money... <laughs> And then they're sat there, aren't they, with nobody walking past, just making me chuckle. But it's, it's total fools with ultimate optimism, isn't it? Mm, That's what mm, it is. Yep. That's what it is. So then we see Kerry in an oversized man's suit and tie, uh, curtain putting boxes in the shed, so she's got hold of all her stock. Stock, yep. Um, <clears throat> so she says that uh, basically Deputy Dickhead didn't want to sell his uh, Star Wars stuff, and as Kerry, uh, Curtin walks past, he goes, he goes Warhammer. Uh, in the yard sale was an utter disaster, which you could sort of tell was mm. it was going to be. And um, the information that Kerry got from Shaz was basically that money trees don't grow on trees. You've got to buy the money tree. tree yeah. And if you can't afford the money tree, you borrow off of someone else's money tree. <laughs> so basically, Curtin has said, so you got a money tree loan. Um yeah, so it says a fifteen thousand. It was so yeah, it was um, t- took out a loan, which it doesn't matter. It's a really high interest, but I'm going to be earning fifteen thousand right. a month. Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So Kerry was saying that basically her business plan, her business model, is that um, because she's got the interest rate is very high, as you were just saying, but her over- overheads are very low. Mm. She's working out of a mum's shed. She's got zero staff costs because she's not paying curtain. But, she goes, but don't tell him that because he doesn't realise <laughs> that at the time. <laughs> Now, in the shed, we've got all of this stuff. Now, the apple and wheatgrass. Mm. Another question we, we have to ask them is what was actually in there. It looked like... Um, Gloop of some sort. Well, well it, it bitty, didn't it? It looked like... Um, oh, God, mint sauce. Yeah. That's what it sort of looked like, because it was all just like little bits of green, and it was black, and... So, anyway... <laughs> so, Curtin takes the first yeah. mouthful. This is going to be so good for me, in it? This sweet nectar. <laughs> um, and Curtin does gag. I mean... This is the thing that gets that that I think levels it up a little bit because there is obviously a a feeling between the two of them because Curtin, as much as they sort of don't get on, Curtin is supporting her mm. he, and he's his, he's her guinea pig here. There isn't many people that would that would like take a drink of that stuff. No, and then gag and spit and it then, out, but then take another drink. Well, then he goes, "You can taste the grass." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I, the question I asked when I was reading writing this out was. Because like he starts going, is my face glowing? Yeah, because it feels like it's glowing. Do you think he believes that, or do you think he's doing that as to to support Kerry? I think uh, I don't know, because it's you can't really. It's not really played either way, is it? It's just said. Yeah, you know, look at me as my. Fa- I think it's a bit of a piss take myself. Oh right, so okay. he's, he's not of, doing it to no, support. Her. Well. In a way, because he probably knows how Kerry is, but I think it's with a, s- a sly. Wink, if you know what I mean, to the camera, sort mm. of thing. Not that he does do that, but in that essence, yeah. Now you say it. You see, yeah, I don't, I don't that's know. how I, I took it. I, I don't think... know whether he's clever enough to do that. He's either going to be nasty with her and tell her, or, you know, tell her that he's taking mm. the piss, or he means it in a way. Because if if they, I mean, I've never took them as complete and utter fucktards. Oh no, no, no. And that would mean that you are a complete and utter fucktard if you. Drank that drink and suddenly you'll go. Oh, how's my skin? <laughs> but that's the thing. See, that's why I think they they are a lot more like Laurel and Hardy than mm. than I think probably people think themselves because Laurel and Hardy. I think they both loved each other. Yeah. 
but it, they also were quite happy to, especially Oliver Hardy, would call Laurel a complete idiot mm. while being just as big an idiot as... Well, I he think... always thought he was the clever one, didn't yes, he? Yes, yes. That's the thing. But I think that Curtin and Kerry, in their own ways, both think they're cleverer than, than the, the other. Yeah. When they're probably both as... I'm not saying they're complete. You know, they're, they're sort of prisoners of their environment, if you like. Yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, who's to say that if they were living in a big city, they might be different? They probably won't be. <laughs> no, but they'd just be the same, but with chubby accents, <laughs> if you're allowed to use that phrase. I don't know. Is that politically correct? Anyway, they uh, they walk down the street, and Kerry is uh, saying, have you learnt the script? And Couldn't. to be fair, Kerry in that suit is funny. That is funny. It is funny. Absolutely. Um, Curtin obviously hasn't uh, uh, learned the script because he just says what script. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> and then <laughs> so another piece of advice from uh, Shaz that uh, Kerry imparts to us is that you have to sell, sell, sell. You don't take no for an answer. You get in the house. If they say get out, you stay. If they call the police, you go upstairs and see if there's anyone else to sell to. <laughs> Perfect uh, advice there for. Getting, any budding salesman for getting arrested, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Curtin says, "What do you think of Kerry as a businesswoman? She look at that suit. She looks like Uncle Fester. Where's her neck? No, <laughs> the fact, to... <laughs> where's her neck? Yeah. Really frowning at the screen." Um, Kerry said that she looked in the mirror in the suit and felt proud. She's normally dressed in rags, but she feels like she's made it. Basically, she's got an oversized suit on. Uh, then Curtin says, "Can't see her neck," which is a great little mm. button to the scene. Uh, so then. We have a little bit of a montage where they're knocking on doors. Uh, the first one opens, she starts to spiel, and then the door closes. The next one, they don't even get to the door, and we get a bugger off! Yeah. Uh, Curtin said, right, I'm going to piss on her flowers. Uh, yeah, I know, and he goes, <laughs> doesn't he? Uh, and then, and, and Kerry just, no, 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 no. She's, I mean, again, she's sort of has his back in regards to just pulling him away a little bit. Then we get to Len's house. Um, have you got a couple of minutes? Yeah, what are you two after? Uh, so she starts the script, yes, and you've got a few minutes, then it fades out, then it fades in, then we get the whole rigmarole of all the people that have died <laughs> yeah. in Len's life, which is pretty much everybody. Uh, and I, lo- I, I do love those passage of time moments. Because it makes it feel like it's really yeah, good. It's fade it? down, and then he's on to another story about his stepbrother, or uh, was it stepbrother? And it, it makes it feel like a long time yeah. has passed. Grandson dead, stepdaughter dead, bastard only got three years and a slap <laughs> on the wrist. Um, then a the hospital called, get down here because they're draining the fluid from your sister's <laughs> spine. <laughs> and fade out again. So, yeah, brilliantly done. Another, another fade in, heart disease. I never smoked a single fag in my life. Curtin walks away. He can't take it anymore. Um, Kerry's just saying, so you're going to buy anything? God, no. And Kerry, oh, thank you for your time. And then Len, okay, enjoyed it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. so that is, that's, apart from like series, episode two, which is my favourite episode, that's one of my favourite scenes in the whole series. Oh, really? It is, because I just love the way that they, they dip in and out. Yeah. In and out. And the fact that he's he's told Kerry about all these people that have died in his life. And he's obviously a very lonely man. The fact that then when she says, oh, well, bye then, you're okay, en- enjoyed it. Like, he's enjoyed yeah, he's telling, telling someone about the sorrow in his life. Yeah, the misery. Uh, so Kerry uh, lets Curtin do the next house because he needs to build his confidence. Uh, better off carrying around a sad sack of shite with me. <laughs> and then obviously she's waiting outside thinking that he's selling all of this stuff. And she goes off and uh, 
opens the door in true sort of Hollywood detective fashion. Yeah, the well, door slightly, and then... door's slightly ajar. There's absolutely no reason why a door would be open in this day and age. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. And he's in there playing uh, Warhammer with the, the two young kiddies. What are their names again? Weak Nathan and uh, Count Farchula. Count Farchula. Count Farchula. Uh, so, um, where are we on? Uh, oh, yeah, so she's getting utterly unprofessional, seriously, and she storms out. So, Kerry's guide to management makes the uh, underlings... She, she needs to make the underlings feel like shit. That's her business... Um, mm. Her management style, that's what she wants to do. And she said, like a bull in a field, you can't have too many bulls, they'll ruin it. Ruin it? Ruin. They'll ruin it, that's it. I don't know why. Ruin it. <laughs> So Kerry and Curtin have a business meeting, uh, and Kerry's basically going, "Well, if you don't, it's that it's that double bluff thing, and if you don't want to be involved, then don't be involved." And, and he just goes, goes, "Fine." Oh, is that all right? Yeah, <laughs> is that, yeah. Is that, I didn't realise that was an option that I could do that. <laughs> Kerry's shocked, um, and she doesn't actually say the title of the podcast. She just goes, "The fuck, Curtin," as if you know, what uh, Curtin just says it's just too much effort. You know, it's obviously something she hasn't he hasn't got a passion mm. for, so it can't be asked. Phone goes off in the meeting. Um, and this is what I, I did this as a quote of the day. This was because Curtin laughs and says, well, Kerry, you won't get the joke. That awkward moment when an orc lord asks you for a clack handle. <laughs> I did that as a quote of the day when we first started doing the quotes of the day. And that is That's what fun. a line. Yeah. <laughs> what a line. <laughs> um, and then she, she, he also says to Kerry, I don't know what you actually do. And then uh, Kerry, arms Sh- wide open. Shrugs. Just shrugs and goes, business yeah. um, and then gets her phone out so Curtin's with Week Nathan and Kate Farchley in the playground and he's sort of showing off in front of his he is his he's new, like the big I am isn't yeah, he his new young friends um, and does the whole parkour bit but it's the bit where watch this and he kicks something yeah <laughs> just like and he sort of pulls his trousers down and says because he's going on about the fact that she wanted him to to do all these leaflet this, mm. this leafleting and she, oh, can, she can kiss my kiss ass, my ass. Um, and then he says it's nice to have uh, new mates rather than being bossed around by Baron Greenback. Bar- you see, they love the usage of these. Uh, <laughs> well, not even topical references, are they? So Uncle no. Fester, yeah. Baron Greenback. Yeah. Oh, I just love them. Love them to pieces for those. Really appeals to yeah, me. Yeah, so he's, only, he's probably only spent an hour, a couple of hours with them at the most. And uh, he's going on about how they're proper lads. He said, when we get together, we're proper mad bastards. Yeah. But it basically means just running around the the playground area, doing a bit of parkour. Parkour, yeah. Um, and then they're running away. They've obviously done something. Um, and from what we can make out from the little bit of conversation there, the vicar's face was fuming. So we don't really know what it is that they've done. No, but they obviously a little bit of mischief. Yeah. Uh, then we get to Kerry, uh, and this was the bit that it didn't sink onto me until I watched it a couple of times. Kerry says that the three of them together, uh, it, it's an, it could be another Columbine. Scary. And then, if you look at what Weak Nathan is wearing, he's wearing a full-length black leather coat. Oh, really? Which is what one of the guys at Columbine, Columbine was wearing. Wore, now, yeah. I wonder whether or not that was specifically done that way. Well, if it is, that's quite clever, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because um, Kate Farchill, I think, is all in black as well, mm. but not... So um, there's so many questions there that we, we need, need to, to remember these. Yeah. Remember these because that that really struck me because 
I've seen like the footage, you know, the, the CCTV it, footage, yeah, and, that, yeah. and one of them did have like the the, the long black matrix, yeah, the coat, matrix kind of coat, yeah. So Curtin um, is led on his back, looking at the clouds and saying, "Mad, um, aren't it all it's all insignificant." That is, yeah, stuff. trying to be deep, getting very deep. Yeah. Curtin gets deep, um, and then the, the and another thing that I think a lot of adolescent or less than mature people have done, where they lock hands, you you, you put your hands. Oh together. yeah, this is funny. But now I've always, whenever I've done that, that's always been that's what a bum hole looks like. Oh, was it? No, I had it the other way. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a front bottom. Yeah, thing. yeah, front bottom. So that's I, what they actually look like. Really? That's, well, that's what it says. Curtain says it. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, but I didn't, I, I've never seen it like that. Oh, no, that's here. the way I knew it. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Okay, and then they're hanging around the uh, the toilets, which we did yesterday. We did. <laughs> Got some funny we, looks. <laughs> hung around, I left you on your own by the <laughs> toilet. Did. Had to go into the <laughs> shop quickly, and... Uh, <clears throat> Being that it's a, a local shop for local, <laughs> for people. local people, the, the queue was out of this world. I was queuing at the back of the shop. That's yeah. crazy. Anyway, um, yeah, they're talking about this this bloke in a car. We don't really see, don't really see what happened. Again, it just felt to me like it's something that Curtin's trying to show off in front it, of the. Very much showing off, yeah, isn't it? The you know, kids. I'm the I'm the big daddy here. Yeah, because nothing actually happened. No, oh, he, oh, he's coming. Oh, oh no, he's not. No, he's not. When they run around the corner and peek round. Yeah. yeah just... <laughs> um, right, so Curtin was supposed to be delivering the leaflets, not running around like a blue-assed fly no more. Uh, promoted Levi, so this is obviously Kerry. She's she's um, realised that Curtin has just dumped these... Was it five flyers, hundred? wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, flyers. Um, but she's promoted Levi, and Levi has basically been there pretty much all, all night. Um, so we're back in the shed, and this is where Curtin gives... Um, a bollock, no, does it doesn't. Let me start that again. Curtin does give, doesn't give a shit that, that uh, about doing the leaflets. He's not going to Trailie Bottom Farm. This very tired looking Levi gets um, the picks up on his phone, so he's he's blasted. There's nothing to do about it. He's been banged to rights, yeah. Governor. 500 leaflets dumped in a stream. Um, Levi's mum has been calling the police, <laughs> so Kerry says that she, she, he can go home, but he has to say that he fell asleep by accident. Um, Kerry fires Curtin, uh, but there are debt letters. So, but that's that's quick. Yeah, it's very quick. That's quick but then I, I suppose we don't really know the timeline. I mean, it implies that, but yeah, it's very quick. Isn't it? I don't think it'd be that unless long. it's a local man, a local <laughs> local loan shark knocking door to door. Maybe it could be. Well, Curtin's got new mates, and they're all nerds, and he's the king of the nerds. Uh, Curtin lays out the truth. Does this mean Curtin? You know, it's this is a stupid idea. You shouldn't have done it. Uh, the drink tastes like arse. Um, Kerry tries the drinks and obviously nearly wretches. Properly gags, isn't yeah. it? That's and that, really... was, that was really well done. And um, then this next line is just genius, isn't it? Have you got it on go there? Go on, then. It's, um, I don't drink my own juice like Frey Bentos eating his own pies. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, I uh, laughed That's laughed. business. That's business, indeed. Um, yeah, so they've they've fallen out. So Curtin goes to play Warhammer again, but now he's starting to get a little bit antsy. He... Because he doesn't like their rules. Yeah, he? yeah. And he so said the lads are getting very annoying. Uh, they play by the rules. Very boring. So obviously the... Um, Novelty's wearing the, the off. The allure yeah. of these new friends is definitely wearing off. And um, he wants a little bit of his own, own time. Kerry's trying to phone Shaz with no answer. 
Um, she can't shift the juices to man nor beast, which I always thought was a fun one. <laughs> um, so the boys, they're at the uh, playground again, and <laughs> he's trying to sort of think, and he turns around and says, which one of you are breathing loudly? And then it, I think it was weak Nathan just went, yeah, that'll be me. So he wants to chill out on his own, so he just says that he wants to go and have some time, and he just has a little bit of wander, and then they're following him like lemmings. (laughs) And then he just says, no, I just need some time on my own, and he goes and follows, and they just follow him again, and he has to run. (laughs) So he's scarred. I don't think we see what... They run after him, They sort of... They they leave after him, yeah. Yeah, so um, then it's a a bit of voiceover, and fucking hell, what was I thinking? They're massive nerds. So back to the shed, Curtin goes and sees Kerry crying... That for me is some of the best acting because I was really looking closely mm. to see. It, it looks like she was crying. It does look like she was crying. Yeah, that's another little bit that maybe we can speak to Kerry, mm. uh, to speak to Daisy about. Uh, and she's on her ass now, so she's she's totally lost. Um, Curtin says you've been crying. She goes, "Yeah." I, it, that was a split second where it looked like she was going to go try, try and cover it up, but she just goes, "Yeah, yeah." So she's really like like I say on her ass. The loan company keeps calling. Um, and then Curtin says, yeah, they're all nerds. I'm not friends with them anymore. I think one of them fancied me. <laughs> um, so he just said, oh, we'll, we'll pay off the loan. It'll be fine. Um, and there's a genuine heart. link, this genuine is, link of is, kindness there. You know, we spoke about it time and time again, that it has a heart at the bottom of all of this, and their friendship here, that he's going to bail her out and help her. Yeah. He said, don't worry about it, we'll sort it yeah. out. Yeah. I just think it's really sweet. Yeah. Really sweet. That's lovely. Um, So he sells all of his um, Warhammer stuff. uh, (laughs) A Snotlin pump wagon, 24 lizard men, 32 orc slammers, and an entire orc industrial army. And Kerry says it was worth fuck all, which I think it looked like there was about 60 quid that was handed over. So Kerry decides that she's she's got a plan of what she's going to do. She's going to get a loan to pay off the loan and buy a PS, uh, well, a PlayStation. Um, and if they fall behind, if she falls behind again, she'll get another loan to pay off that <laughs> loan. And then it's working the system. Yeah, she just says, just working the system. And there we go. And how many people have been in that position? A, a fantastic episode, though, isn't it? Is it, it just we we speak about it, but it, again, it's got everything you want. It's got that heart. It's got some great one-liners. It's got the comedy. Yeah, yeah. Is it a favourite? Mm. No, not of mine. I mean, yours. It's, it's, the thing is, they they with the first three episodes, they set the bar so high, yeah, that it's hard. I think to keep that word. If you had to say, right, one of these six episodes is like a filler episode. This is the one I would say is probably the the closest filler. to it. Yeah. But I would say this is this is my. Cause trouble is, it sounds like you're dissing it when you say this is my least favorite episode. This is the one that. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, but this is this is the one out of all six that if I if somebody said to me I need you to put them in order would be this at the would, bottom. This would be number six. Yeah, but I'm that in no way that means that it's a bad episode. No, this is the thing, isn't it? We don't want to put them in anything, but it's easier to have a favourite. The others are just brilliant. But yeah. and, and and this is this is high praise that I would put it along with things like like Blackadder two, Blackadder mm. three, Blackadder four. In the fact that there are no weak episodes in those series. No, no, Alan, no. Alan Partridge, um, 
I'm Alan Partridge series. There are no bad episodes. No, there's not. But there are episodes that the, I would put at like number one, number two, number three. Yeah, number yeah, four, number exactly. Five, number you six. have favourite episodes rather yeah. than the ones that you don't like. Indeed, indeed. No, right, can... so we managed to get a few best bits from people. We've got uh, some favourite bits. Some favourite bits. So this is from uh, Adam John Lennick on Facebook. Hello, Adam. He said, Hi, my absolute favourite part of King of the Nerds. He actually put King of the Needs, but I think that was a. Yeah, a typo uh, or yeah, spell check. Spell check. Uh, perhaps a whole series is when Kerry looks at the camera in her suit and says, that's business. Mm. So I've got a little bit of... Business. There you go. Uh, the way that she says it is comedy gold and even has a hint of Tony Soprano yeah. <laughs> in the way she says it. Classic. And she, he said, love the podcast, by the way. Oh, bless him. Thank you very much. So thank you very much for that, Adam. Very nice bit of praise. Uh, yes, we like a bit of praise every now and then. Yeah. It's quite nice to get, isn't it? Uh, right, now, this one is from... This is on Twitter. Now, I actually had to message uh, this person because uh, I think we we had... I think she she did one last week and I, we couldn't work out whether it was E, the real me, or ethereal me. Okay. So it is, I believe, at ethereal me. Ethereal, there we are. At ethereal me. And if that's wrong again, I apologise. Uh, but she basically said, eternal vitality woman... You'd beg, you'd steal, you'd borrow, you'd find that money. So we've got this, and this is Shad. What if I was to say to you, darling, you're dying, Kerry, and the tablets you need to stop you from dying are going to cost you £200, what would you do then? hmm? You'd beg, you'd steal, you'd borrow, you'd find that money. Next question, please. (laughs) That that voice reminds me of somebody, though. When I was re-watching this episode to make my notes, I kept thinking, that voice... Completely reminds me of not that it's a bad thing. Another actress, and I can't think who it is. All oh, right, I really it's bugging me. I'll I'll get back to it. If anybody out there knows who I'm thinking of, get back. It's just come to me. Ew. Julia Davis. Right, right. Yeah, now I can see that. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, well, I can hear it. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, see it. it. Um, she also said, um, obviously, that the pyramid scheme. This is a multi-level management scheme. She put "got clean easy" written all over it, which yes. <laughs> it certainly does. And then also curtain with this one. What does she think she looks like in that suit? Honestly, she looks like Uncle Fester. <laughs> I love that. That is probably my favourite line of the whole episode yeah i can see that just yeah just makes me i laugh. can see that and then also uh on twitter studley uk hello studley he's a uk stud mm. uh he has said uh, when len starts going through how all of his family members <laughs> died and it sounds like a really morbid version of craig david's seven days <laughs> <laughs> my wife died on the thursday my brother then died on a saturday <laughs> It's probably we a better version. On Wednesday, so we got that one. Uh, where are we? Me wife died on the Thursday. Me brother died on the Saturday. And then me stepson rang me up. He said, Dad, I found a lump. So that was him gone. <laughs> <laughs> I missed this one as well. This was uh, the ethereal, ethereal me. Uh, it was also parkour. There we go. We had a yeah. bit of parkour. But that always uh, that reminds me <coughs> of the American Office. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which... With the very famous um, parkour. Parkour. That was yeah. That was great. Um, right. We've also <clears throat> we've started a Patreon. Page. We have absolutely. So if you would like to support the podcast, um, we have various um, levels of rewards. Mm-hmm. Uh, just from just a dollar, which is just to say thank you uh, and 
that you're enjoying the podcast. For two dollars, you can get a shout out like these actual people, wonderful people. And we've got somebody else here with a name that uh, uh, she was at the uh, show in last week, last night that we never got a chance to say hello to because I need to find out how to say her last name <laughs> properly. So Jenny Urquhart. I'm going to go with okay, that. Okay, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. So, hello, Jenny. Thank you very much for your yes, Patreon donation. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you so much. And uh, also to the El Dude Brothers, ah, yeah. which, Neil, if you're interested in Peep Show, uh, Neil was a guest on their podcast last week. I was, uh, yeah, last week. <clears throat> uh, great guys. Loads of fun to speak to. Um, we didn't talk very much about Peep Show in the end. So oh, I, no, no. It, it's, a nice, it's a nice listen. Yeah, yeah. It's it just good. we talk sitcoms in general. And um, they were a great bunch of guys. I loved them. Loved them. Loved speaking to them. So hello, guys. Yes, and thank you very much for your um, your donation as well. And also to Mr. Simon Duffield. Ah, thank you very much, So Simon. thank you very much. So that is the uh, Patreon shout-outs for this week. Please, we'd love it if you can support it. it, it, it we we make no money from this. No, it's not for our own personal game gain. It is to basically support the podcast and keep the running costs. Indeed, and because and you make us keep going. Exactly, because you are listening, and 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 we don't like to blow our own trumpet, but we're going to because we've been in the TV and movie or TV and film iTunes chart quite regularly <laughs> since Christmas. Yeah, uh, but with that comes added costs, and um, we love doing this show. We love the fact that we've got quite a unique access to the people that make the show and star in the show. We want to keep bringing out fantastic content for you. If you come to the Patreon page, uh, we're going to have some some special little bits and pieces that you can't get anywhere else. So, yeah, have a look on the Patreon page. You'll start to see what there is that you can get Indeed. for your subscription. So Patreon.com forward slash WTAF. So that's it for that. Well, that's it for this week. Well, thank you very much, Pat. Well, thank you very much for turning up again, Neil. It's well, you nice know, to... I, I try my best. You know, it seems I'm always in it. Yeah. But also, we ought to just say, if you do have any, uh, if you do want to come and uh, send us comments, do, do do it on the uh, do do it, do do it on the Facebook uh, WTAF Facebook page. Yeah. WTAF Twitter page. Yeah. And what do you know? What the address is? Uh, WTAF at hotmail dot com. No. No. That... <laughs> yeah, I got it wrong last that's time. The, didn't I? That's the email address. That's all right. You can message us there. Yeah. So the so the Twitter page is uh, at WTAF. This country. This country. At everything. So for Instagram, Twitter, Facebook is WTAF. This country. You see, I just find it by putting WTAF in because I'm like that. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, you'll find us. You fucking nerd. <laughs> well, if you go to our website, pancast.co.uk, yeah. Yeah. You'll, yeah. you'll find it on there as well. And come and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, we're on Mixcloud as well. Also, uh, Buzzsprite, which is uh, another way of getting it. Um, but just, yeah, we're, we're all over the place. So yeah. please, literally, we're all over the place. So please come and subscribe, follow us. And just come along for the journey. Yes. Is that it? That's it. That's it. Thank you very much, everybody. We'll so see you again you. next week for episode five. I can't remember what it's called. It's uh, no, I, It's the Martin Muckler yeah, episode. Yeah, the, 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 the pe- King of the Peepers. King of the Peepers. That's what we call it for now. Well, King of that. Yeah, we'll call that King of the Peepers. That's it. I forgot what I did. What yeah, I, say to I was going to say. Just that's it. <laughs> I didn't write it down this week and I should have done. Uh, go get plumbed, you fuckers. That's the one. Fuck off. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. 
daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Neil. And I'm Pavel. Hey. Are you tired of listening to generic, boring radio podcasts? Boring. That's good. Want to put a bit of fun back in your Thursdays? Fun. Good work, you were long. <laughs> so why not join us and Kelly... And Jen. Naturally. For an hour of sometimes NSFW fun... And frolics. Could you... Mug a pug? That's yeah. the real question. No, you can never mug a pug. No? You can mug one off. <laughs> including the UK top ten movies. Third Gross. highest grossing movie of the year. The year is... Kelly's G-Spot. <laughs> Jen's Challenge. Jen, 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 Challenge, 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 Challenge. And also featuring Barry Gibbs Health Tips. Ta-da! There's nothing on TV on Thursdays anymore, so come and entertain your ears. You're funny. With the Pancast Show. Phenomenal. Check us out at pancast.co.uk or you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher or other podcast apps. It's all right. Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal.